What's up, DC Hoops fans, the DMV, everyone out there listening from Israel to Japan all the way here. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Wizards with SB Nation's Bulls Forever writer, Ben Mehetch, and myself, Anthony Citadino. We are your hosts, and you are now Locked On Wizards, where you get everything Wizards basketball. Make sure to go subscribe to the Locked On Wizards podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you may listen. Also, go throw us a follow on Twitter at Locked On Wizards. We have a great show ahead of us, and... So much to go over, and right now I would really tell you guys what we're going to go over, but you all know what we're going to go over. We're going to go over one thing and one thing only, the most disappointing loss of the season. Before we get into all that, this episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Ben, let's get into it. We saw what happened. Play in tournament against the Boston Celtics. Big loss, 118 to 100. I'm not even going to say anything else. Ben, They w- everyone wants to know exactly what went wrong, and they want to know your thoughts. You've been covering this team for years and years and years. Covered w- Wizards basketball for years. Let's hear it. We want to know exactly what went wrong. Um, let's hear your takeaways, my man. I, I also hope you're doing well. I know, you know you're also a long-time Wizards fan, so you're probably not doing that well. But again, let's hear it. Yeah, Anthony, I mean, what can I say, right? I mean, one team showed up, the other one didn't. Um, We can't call ourselves Nostradamus. This is just some foresight you get, I think, after watching basketball, and especially Wizards basketball over the last however many years. Last episode, Anthony, we were both optimistic coming into this game, and we had reason to be optimistic. The Wizards were balling. Russell Westbrook was playing at an MVP level. Everybody was clicking. It looked like the team was playing with a mentality that you needed to compete in the playoffs. Then the play-in rolls around. We both predicted a win. And that was because the Wizards gave us reason to think they'd win. And one team played like it was a play-in game and the other played like it was just another game in February. And one of those teams is the Washington Wizards. They played like it was just another game. The Celtics looked ready. They looked prepared. Bradley Beal wasn't getting any clean looks. They were Bertans was basically shut down. He wasn't getting any clean looks. This is a team that played with energy and heart like a team that wanted to win a play-in game. Then you get the Washington Wizards who flat out got blown out, dominated. Jason Tatum, 50 points. One thing that we talked about, and we dedicated an entire segment to this, Anthony, how is this team going to guard Jason Tatum? There is no stopping Jason Tatum. We all understand that. There's a difference between allowing Jason Tatum to drop 30, 35 points, and 50. And we said – If the Wizards don't guard Jason Tatum properly, he's going to give you 50. That's exactly what he did. I understand Rui Hachimura got in foul trouble, 5,017 minutes. The Wizards' wing position has been in flux all year long. They don't have a starting caliber small forward on the roster. I get it. But you have guys who are bigger than Ish Smith, Hal Neto, Russell Westbrook, and Bradley Beal to guard Jason Tatum. You're not going to stop Jason Tatum, but get a hand up. There were probably five, six possessions where Ish Smith was guarding Jason Tatum. There were multiple possessions where Bradley Beal was guarding him. There were multiple positions where Howell Neto got switched on him. How in the world do you think you'll come close to winning a basketball game at this level when you're okay with guarding Jason Tatum, a future MVP, one of the best scoring wingmen, one of the best players in the NBA with six foot one Ish Smith? The adjustments were pathetic. Scott Brooks had none. I won't call him adjustments because he had none. And look, We understood he'd have none. Why? Because he hasn't had any all season long. And that's no slide at Scott Brooks, but that's just kind of par for the course for Scott Brooks. 
I understand he didn't trust Isak Bonga. I understand he doesn't trust Anthony Gill. But you got to put that trust away and just go with matchups because those guys would have done a better job than Ish Smith just by virtue of height. They had no chance because they didn't give themselves a chance. This was an indictment on the players. The players played bad. Kudos to Ish Smith. He played well. Everyone else was horrific. And you can't win basketball games. You basically don't play defense. And they lost by 18 points. It was an embarrassment. They were favored to win the game, and they got absolutely dominated. They got outcoached. They got outplayed. They got beaten every facet of the game. It was a pathetic matchup. To the fact, I'm going to be honest with the listeners, I'm not even sure I finished the basketball game. I was texting Anthony, and I was like, why am I, why am I going to watch this? This is a pathetic effort on their end. And if you're Ted Leonsis watching this, this is what you're paying $80 million for, for Davis Bertans, 33 minutes, one for eight shooting, four points. This is what this is how you're assessing Scott Brooks guarding Jason Tatum with guards, point guards. That is pathetic. There's nothing good to come from this game, Anthony. I don't know what, what, what do you have to add. Ben, I I agree with really everything that you just said. We we talked about everything that really went wrong prior to the game, especially the Jason Tatum matchup. Not much changed there. So uh, again, we. We don't want to spend all day talking about Jason Tatum being guarded by three different point guards, Bradley Beal, and, I mean, Rui for three possessions. I know Rui was in foul trouble, but Ben, wow. It just, I mean, that kid cooked him. That kid absolutely cooked him. Kemba Walker, too. No one is even talking about Kemba. Kemba went off, and Kemba's had such an off season too. And he had 29 points, seven rebounds, you know, two assists, two steals. He was pouring them in. You know, he was six for 14 from three. Ben, can we talk about the Wizards from outside real quick? Three for 21. Just over 14%. I, I, there's, there, you know, some nights it's not, they're not falling. And I don't want to blame, you know, everyone, you know, shooting. Like this was the, like, you know, completely their fault. I mean, hey, everyone has bad nights, but. Just like what you said, there were no adjustments made whatsoever. And it really did seem like they, this was another regular season game to them. I, I, I don't, I, I mean, we were texting the entire time and I, I think you did uh, shut it off uh, early, early on. Um, it's, just, it, it's, it's very, it's, it's, I don't blame you. It, it's tough to watch your team do that, especially a team with, with veterans like Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. I mean, Russ is 32 years old. You saw how angry he was, how he stormed out of that arena, stormed in, in, into the locker room. I don't even want to know what his teammates got an earful of, the staff got an earful of. And the guy, he's been to the conference finals four times, he's been to a finals. He has been to the playoffs. Bradley Beal, he's been in the playoffs for years as well with, with John Wall. I mean, these guys have been here. They're getting, and, and Jason Tatum, absolutely cooked them. I'm not just talking about Brett, Brad and Russ, just the, the Wizards overall. He went off. There was no one stopping him whatsoever, Ben. And and you're right. Scott Brooks made no adjustments. I It does not make any sense why Ish Smith was guarding him the the time that he was. Same thing with Howell Neto. And honestly, with Bradley Beal as well, I know that they're very close friends. Honestly, more close as family than friends. Grew up, grew up together. Honestly, a Something ridiculous that I just saw uh, yesterday is that Brad's mom coached Jason Tatum's mom in volleyball and, and Bradley Beal had to like babysit him. And I mean, at at a certain point when Jason Tatum was a baby, absolutely mind blowing stuff, especially how 
you know, you know, things come together, especially on, on this sort of stage two superstar like players, Ben Bradley Beal isn't a sensational play. There's nothing wrong with his game at all. Right now there is something wrong with his hamstring and he should not have had that assignment. Now, I mean, I know he didn't guard him that much, but still at the same time, I mean, he wasn't getting good looks. He, he, he wasn't, he wasn't moving the way that, you know, he was moving before this injury and Ben, it showed in his stat line. So it showed really how the game ended. And Brad is that guy that wills this team to victory at, at the end of games. When he comes in in the fourth th- throughout the entire season, throughout last season, the season before that, you, I mean, you, I mean, you've watched him, you've covered him his whole entire career. He closes out games. He comes in in the fourth and he dominates. That's just what he, and then, and Ben, we did not see it. It, it, it um, listen, the Boston Celtics outcoached them, outplayed them. They had, I mean, really, it, that's just what it was. I mean, do, do we have anything else? I mean, go, go off. Continue, please. I just don't I just don't understand what you have to see before you make a change. Davis Bertans, 33 minutes. The guy had four points on one parade shooting. Why did he play that much when he's doing it? And I mean absolutely nothing besides breaking shots. He can't defend. He's a one-hit. That's all, all he does is shoot. That's fine. You need those guys in the NBA. But when he's missing shots, you got to pull him. Because there were times where he got switched on Jason Tatum. And what happened? He got cooked. There was that one step back three that Jason Tatum hit over him that was sad to watch because Bertans couldn't even come close to contesting that shot. How many of those possessions after possession after possession do you need to watch before you do something about it? Scott Brooks did nothing about it. He did nothing about it. He let Jason Tatum absolutely destroy the team. He had 50 points, 17 free throws. He got to the line whenever he wanted because the Wizards couldn't stay in front of him. All they could do was hack away, and hack away they did. And that's what resulted in the 18-point loss. But, Anthony, we got a lot more to talk about. And in terms of the adjustments this team has to make, otherwise, otherwise, Lockdown Wizards fans, the last game we'll be covering this season. But before we do that, they got the Wizards got to fix some stuff. But if you got to fix your stuff, meaning your card, you got to go to rockauto.com. It's always reliable. It's low price. Don't spend twice as much for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com, save some money, get the same wonderful parts that you want. It's the best prices by the same professionals and do it yourself. Or go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox? So they know we sent you. It's rockauto.com. Anthony, let's get into it. We talked about the adjustments. Wizards got to make some because the Pacers are coming off a 27-point dominant win against the Hornets. They basically did whatever they wanted to do against Charlotte. This is a team in Indiana that just a week ago we were talking about whether they'd fire their coach a week before the season ended. A team that looked like they were imploding. Their assistant coach wanting to fight Goga Batazde. It looked like the Pacers were done. And then they come into the plan. They look prepared, well-coached, like a playoff team against the Hornets. They dominated Sabonis, 14 points, 21 rebounds. They had eight players in double figures. They basically did the opposite of what the Wizards did against the Celtics. Anthony, what do you think the Wizards need to do differently, and can they do that differently to win? Yeah, Ben, I watched a lot of that Indiana-Charlotte game, and they, from the get-go, they made Charlotte look like they shouldn't have even been there. That Charlotte had no business being in the playing tournament, whatever this playing tournament is. It's very new to us you know, basketball folk. What do they have to lose at this point, Ben? They, they have nothing to lose. They've had a very scattered season. I mean, 
I mean, their, their coach, their coaching issues have been all, all up in the air. I mean, some of their staff has, has wanted to fight co- uh, players. Um, and, and really, I mean, like just, just mid season trades, obviously the Harden trade involved. I mean, Karis LeVert landing. Yeah, for sure. That, and that's great for them, but still this team, they've played so hard together throughout this season. And I don't think they want to lose right now at all. The wizards right now, they did not look like they wanted to win down the stretch. I mean, Boston handled them. I really think it was, I mean, it was more of, of them being out coached like we talked in the first segment and Ben, there's, there's so much to, to really dig in about how they're going to go up against Indiana and what they're going to do. And if they, if they continue to have foul trouble like they, like they did it against Boston, I'd love to talk about that because 31 fouls to, to, to Boston 17. Now, I don't I mean, a lot, when this happens, a lot of fans like to, you know, go at the refs, you know, oh, this was rigged, this, this, and that. Let's talk about it, Ben. What do you think? You know, how do you think the Wizards were, I guess, in terms of, uh, you know, disciplined on the defensive end against the Boston Celtics? Yeah, do you think, so like, were they hacking or, 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 or do you think, I mean, what? Yeah, they were hacking away because they can't stand the front of guys. I mean, yep. when you're that mismatch, literally all you can physically do is smack the dude because you're getting blown by, you're getting shot over. There's nothing you can do in that instance. I mean, there were a couple times where Rui – Listen, this is the thing with young players, and in particular, Rui Hachimura and Daniel Gafford. When you're in foul trouble, you have to figure out ways to defend without fouling. Rui and and Daniel Gafford have a tendency where they pick up one or two quick fouls and for whatever reason just aren't aware of their physical presence on the court, and they just end up getting that third and fourth quick, and then they're no longer usable for basically until the fourth quarter. And the Wizards, for the Wizards, they don't have depth. When your starters are getting hurt like that, you have to rely on players you don't want to rely on. Daniel Gafford had four fouls. Russell Westbrook, five fouls. Didn't really have more five fouls. Beal, three. I mean, everybody was hacking away. And a part of that is matchups. When you have small guys guarding really tall guys, to put it bluntly, you're going to have trouble staying in front of those guys and not fouling them. And here you have a matchup in Sabonis who is super physical. Like this guy is one of the best big men in the league, one of the most, if not the most underrated player in the NBA. How are you going to defend them? Because they've shown that they can't defend without fouling it, especially against Boston, who do you put on Sabonis here? Is it Rui? Is it Daniel Gafford? Any way you cut it, that's not a good matchup. And then you have Malcolm Brogdon, who's one of the most efficient low-key players in, in the league. I mean, this team could be in trouble. I get Karis LeVert is out, but they still got guys can, that can hoop. TJ McConnell is one of the best backups in the league. Justin Holiday right. always gets it done. Doug McDermott can light it up, 21 points in 26 minutes against the Hornets. It's like yeah, their roster is well balanced. And this is no team to look to look over. It seems like maybe maybe the Wizards maybe 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 they looked a little bit over the Boston Celtics. It's kind of what we saw. If they if they continue to, to do what they did again um against the Boston Celtics, if they play the same way, if they play the same rotations, I have a hard time believing that they are going to shoot the way that they did two games in a row. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal will be back and they will have a I have faith that they will have a great game. I really, I really doubt they're going to have two really bad games in a row, um, especially with this much on the line. This is it. This is win or go home. That's all it is. That's just it, that's what it is at this point. They had the cushion against the Celtics. They used it. No more cushion. So here we are. And Ben, that's a great that's a great question. Who is going to guard Sabonis? I mean, again, I mean, if if a Daniel Gafford can stay out of foul trouble, sure. 
that that's great. But again, we we I mean, he, he that is one of his biggest flaws, and we saw it against the Celtics, and that really hurt them, especially with with depth. They had no one out there to guard, but I mean, they they had guys on the bench, especially you know, like you said, Isak Banga, and you know, others like uh, even an Anthony Gill who's taller and. Scott Brooks, he has his rotations. He's going to use them. He's going to play the game that he, you know, he's going to, you know, d- devise a, a a game plan like that he knows that he wants to use, like he's been doing all season. So Ben, we can sit here and say hey, whatever we want, whatever we want about you know what's wrong with it, what's what's going on with it. Listen, we saw it against the Celtics. The same thing could happen against Indy. I don't want to sound pessimistic, but again. You need to make adjustments. And when you're not making these adjustments, momentum, sh- momentum will shift. And uh, tell you the truth, <laughs> I know there's not a Tatum on, on Indy, but uh, again, when, when, what, <sighs> past 20 minutes, past 30 minutes, I mean, cl- getting close to 40 minutes, he should have known at some point something wasn't working. And, and, and against a team like Indy, you have... I mean, Ma- Malcolm Brogdon, he is a great, great young player. And, and he can go off. I mean, he, he surprises a lot of people. He surprises everyone. A lot of people had him pegged as a bust. He ended up the second-round draft pick. He ended up winning the rookie of the year. I mean, everyone had him pegged, pegged as a bust after um, coming out of Virginia. He, he spent four years there, Ben. It's a bonus. It's a bonus. He was slept on, too. He, I mean, no one thought a, thought a thing about him when OKC uh, drafted him. Not, not, not a thing. Set him off to Indy. Look what he is now. I mean, these, these, uh, these players. This is a, this is a fine team, honestly. This is, I mean, we, we, we've been talking about what disarray they've been in, but again, I mean, we can easily say that for the Wizards. All, all season long, they've been in disarray. So I, 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 Ben, they are both in the same boat. Forty-eight minutes left. Nothing else matters besides winning. So again. They want to come in with the with the same game plan, no adjustments, um, and uh, really playing the same front court. I don't know if if we see a completely new you know game plan and um, and hopefully hopefully this team can can stay out of foul trouble. And I and obviously we have faith that they will shoot better. Bad you know bad shooting nights happen. We get that. But again, Boston they don't get a lot of credit. They're a great defensive team too. I have a lot of faith in Boston. They, they've played. I know they're depleted. I know that they've spent a lot of time. Um, you know, uh, dealing with COVID, but Ben, that was not, that was honestly not shocking. It really wasn't for how strong they are and how, how well coached they are. They're a great team and every season they're in the playoffs and they give teams the business last year. They made Philly look like a, a, a B squad. Like, like they shouldn't even have been there. They almost swept them. Yeah, and the makeup of, of Indiana is kind of similar in the sense that, like, all these guys can switch. They can all play defense. Like, Malcolm Brogdon is a really good defender. TJ right. McConnell is literally one of the best defensive guards in the league. Love he's TJ's good. game. How can you not love TJ's game? He is one of the – I mean, like, he seems like the one of the hardest-working guys out there. And he fights for his position. He fights for his minutes. Every team that he's on, he fights. And, Ben, that's what they're exactly what they're going to do. So, the Wizards, they need to show up, man. It does not matter about veterancy anymore. It does not matter about, you know, uh, I, I mean, intuition or anything. All that matters is 48 minutes of basketball. That's it. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, look, the Wizards got to be the season. Some big time adjustments here. And speaking of that could be the season, Anthony, we got we got to make some 
predictions here and let these guys know whether we think it's going to be the season, whether we're going to bring the positivity or the realistic um, analysis as we always bring it. But before we do that, guys, you can place your bet on Bet Online, NHL, NBA, baseball is in full swing. Maybe Albert Pujols is going to have a comeback season. You can place your bet on Bet Online on your laptop, mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news. Anthony's rocking his Pujols jersey right now. Go Yankees. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website, use your mobile device to bet on the Yankees or really any, anything you want. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's Bet Online or Online Sportsbook experts. And while you're betting on Bet Online, why don't you take a little munch of that built bar? It's delicious, it's nutritious. It's full of it's full of fiber and, and, and protein. I'm, I got my tongue in a twist because it's that delicious. Check it out. It's the most delicious protein bar on the planet. And when you use the promo code BUILT15, you get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Anthony, let's make these quick predictions here. This is a, the, the most important prediction we've had all year long because there's consequences to this prediction, Anthony. There is, there is, there is. Could be the last game we see Scotty B in D.C., it could be, hey, it could lead to Bradley Beal questioning his future. It could lead to, it could lead to Ted Leonsis flipping his desk in his in his in his room and saying, you know, I'm I'm done with this team. Hey, Tommy, you're out. Hey, Scotty, you're out. I'm selling the damn. I'm kidding, obviously, wow. but like, there could wow. be a lot. There could wow. be a lot. Hey, Masai Ujiri, I'm looking at you. Come through. Look at that. Look at that, I, Ben. What a way to bring in this segment. But yes. Ben, we're, we're not going to go out on negativity. I know we just spent time talking about the possibility of it, but hey, guys, we need to talk about the possibility of it. It's one game. This is not a seven-game series. One game, anything can happen. So we're talking about the possibilities here. But I'm going with a win. I'm going with a win, a Wizards win. I have complete faith that Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook will be in the playoffs over Sabonis, Malcolm Brogdon, you know, I mean, obviously a hurt Karis Avert. And, you know, our guys in Indy, they've had a great, great season. D- does that mean that, you know, um, this is going to be an easy win? No, not at all. This is coming down to the end for both of them. This honestly, I mean, I-, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw an overtime game, Ben. I would not be surprised whatsoever. I, I really wouldn't. Uh, anything that happened in the NBA, it, sh- uh, it shows every night. And, and yeah, but I'm, I'm taking my faith with Russ, Brad, um, Scotty and the boys. That's that. That's my pick, Ben. Um, and I think there's a. So I I want I want your uh your opinion as well, but I also want to ask you a question after. So go ahead, give us your opinion. Go right ahead, my friend. Okay. So I'm going to give you a quick conspiracy theory that's obviously not true. Got it. You've been playing Brooklyn or Philly in the playoffs. You go you go Philly all the way. So not all is lost here, because Boston might end up with a worse matchup than the Washington Wizards did by beating Washington. They're going to end up playing a really, really tough Nets team that's slated to maybe win the championship. And now you have Washington, who's playing a really, really, really good Sixers team, but probably not at the level of Brooklyn. So maybe that loss ends up, maybe it all ends up working out for Washington at the end. But for the prediction here, Anthony. Here we go. You mentioned Russ and Brad. There's a lot riding on this for the Wizards and really not much for the Pacers because this team's having a quasi-rebuild while the Wizards are trying to make the playoffs with Russ and Brad, two of the highest paid guards in the league. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest here, Lockdown Wizards fans. I'm a little nervous for you guys here because Brad does not look like himself right now. And this Wizards team is not as good, obviously, with Brad Hurt. He hasn't played that great basketball over the last two games with his bum hamstring. He's looked 
He's looked off. His shot has looked off. He hasn't looked as explosive. That makes me nervous. That means Russell Westbrook has to step up. And these other guys like Davis Bertans, who said, hey, I'm a shooter. I have bad nights. You can't have a bad night because this is the last night of Wizards basketball if you have a bad night. They have to step up. So with that said, I'm going to go optimism because why not? I think the Wizards win a really tight game. I think they win by five points. Mark that down, five points. And the Wizards fans have something to celebrate here. And maybe, maybe, maybe a tough matchup for Philly, but hey, it's better than Brooklyn. I completely agree with you. Brooklyn is going to decimate anyone in their uh, in their path until they really get to either like Philly. I uh, a lot of people have faith in Milwaukee. I I don't. Brooklyn, it's just it's just far too much star power. They're going. They're they're. they're I mean, barring any injuries, they got their finals ticket punched. As far as I'm concerned, Ben, I, I do want to ask you something because if we're talking about predictions here, we're talking about the last game of the season. If I mean potentially. If they do lose, you bring up Ted Leons, trucking his desk, firing everyone, going off, kicking everyone out of DC. No, I'm just, but what do you think, truly, seriously, what do you think would happen? They lose to Indy Thursday night. If that happens, do you, I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to be asking any dumb questions, but I just I'm, I'm going to ask just general questions. Will Scott Brooks still be here? Will a Tommy Shepard still be here? Do you think a Bradley Beal will still be here next season? Will Russell Westbrook still be here? I think that that right there um, is the core. Everyone else, um, I mean, Ben, what do you think would happen to this organization, this franchise, if they lose against Indy? Does Ted Turn it all around. Does he keep the same? Anthony, that's a question I think that that's been honestly on our minds all season long. And I think it's been on Scott Brooks's mind. It's been on Tommy Shepard's mind. Tommy Shepard, um, it's my understanding he had a two-year contract with the Wizards. This is year two. Obviously, Scott Brooks had a five-year contract. This is year five. They're both in the last seasons of their contracts. I don't think that's a coincidence. This team invested a lot with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal and Bertans. To have the season they had, obviously it's a lot more complex, but just look at the record, look at their loss to Boston and potential loss to Indiana. I think you see some big time changes. I don't, I don't think Tommy will be gone, but I do think, I do think they're gonna, I, I, I think they're gonna go after Masai hard. I think Masai is questioning his time in, in, in Toronto. I think he understands their championship window is closed and won't be open for a really long time. He's a guy who wants to win, and he also wants to make an impact off the floor. There's no better place to do that in D.C. than D.C. I think they go after Masai hard, and I think Scott Brooks, if they lose to Indiana, it'll be the last, last time he coaches for the Washington Wizards. I, I, think, I think he'll be done. And um, I think Russ and Brad, though, will stick around just because but because I think they, they know. I think with more – with, with a better, I think, idea of the, of the direction of the team, this team could be good. And I think some big-time changes there and, and, and some needed changes if they do lose to Indiana. So even though a loss would mark the end of the season, I think it would just be the beginning in terms of the change that this team needs to undergo, Anthony. So I guess I'll throw it back to you, Wendt. Those are my predictions. What do you think? They, they, they catch a L against Indy. We talk Friday, Friday night. Is Scott done by Saturday? Like, what are we thinking? 
Yeah, Ben, um, we're we're thinking that. We're thinking that if they do lose, this will probably be the last game Scott Brooks coaches. We love Scotty. He's had a great career in the NBA. Um, but again, it's the end of his five-year career, or it's a five-year contract. This is it. He loses this playing game with Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, Obviously not the best supporting cast. I think you are absolutely right about that. I think Brad and Russ, they just know. Obviously, how they how wouldn't they know? They, I mean, when we talk about, I mean, I mean, guys that are are, are that smart basketball wise, they, uh, I mean, it's it's not hard to see the depth is not there. It's no slight of the team. It's a slight of the front at the front office, uh, and that's just that's what it is. That's their job, <clears throat> and we're here to analyze. Then yeah, I I think Scott will be done if they lose this game. I think I think Tommy has a good chance of being gone too. Tell you the truth, um, I I I would hope that that Brad doesn't um, request a trade. But again, he's very very close with Tommy. So if if Tommy does leave, I you never know. You you never know how players react. You never know what people because guys in Brad's position, sadly, they have. They, if they have a choice, they have a choice. They will get their way. James Harden, we saw earlier in the season, he got his way. I know he's an MVP, you know, kind of guy, but Brad, he's growing in that. Averages 30 multiple seasons. So contenders will want him. <laughs> you know, he he won't need, he will not need uh, to sell himself on, on going to a contender. Every contender pretty much wants Bradley Beal uh, um, uh, in, in, uh, in that regard if, if you know, um, if right positions match up but Ben yeah this is this is the question we've been asking all year so uh it's there's a lot that goes into it there's a lot to talk about but again if they lose you got to think there's gonna be some big changes I mean this game opens the door it's a Pandora's box at the game like you win the door the the, the, the door to Pandora's box uh stays a little shut for a little longer they lose that thing is busting wide open and then you're seeing a bunch of changes I think coming in DC like that was a thanks the most important game the Wizards have played in at least four years. Uh, Honestly, like, is this the most important game since game seven against the Celtics? No question. Nothing even comes close. I mean, the, the series. God. So, I mean, the series they had against Toronto, I mean, they basically just walked in there and lost four times. Right, like, was, right, right. That wasn't a series. Everybody knew it wasn't. This team was not the same right. uh, once Paul Pierce left. Uh, this is the most important game and the most consequential game because even that game seven, there was hope going into the next season. We were like, we were talking about the Wizards like contending in the East after that season. Obviously, they didn't. So, but like consequentially, we knew Scott Brooks was safe. We knew what Eddie Grunfeld was. We knew nobody was getting the changes weren't being made. This game, it's like, man, you lose this game. This team is going to look way, way different at the beginning of next season. And the Wizards are going to start rolling in terms of this summer. I mean, draft. Potential coaching change, front office change, Bradley Beal's future in limbo, oh, whatever can happen. I mean, there's a lot going on in D.C. Lockdown Wizards fans, before we tune into the game, tune in to Lockdown Today podcast. It's 20 minutes. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on basically everything you need to know in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast and the Odyssey app. Anthony, biggest game, like I said, for the Wizards in quite some time. We predicted wins, but let's be honest, it's going to be a tough game for D.C. You got to show up. Scott's got to show up. Y'all got to show up. It's going to be a tough game for Washington. 100% it will be, but Ben, I cannot wait to watch. I know everyone out there listening cannot wait to watch, Ben. You, biggest Wizards fan I know, cannot wait to watch. So we will all see come Thursday night, tonight, and uh, and yeah, 
Um, we will be with you guys after the game. We will be, um, you know, going over it all. And hopefully we will be talking about the Wizards getting ready for the Philadelphia 76ers. So, Ben, do we have anything else for these guys? This has been a very honest podcast. It should have been a very honest podcast because of what's at stake. So what do we got? Yeah, Lockdown Wizards fans, I'll leave you with this. Enjoy it, right? I know I know it's, like, frustrating, but you know what? It adds some excitement to following the team, I think. Um, and obviously the consequences of it, too, are kind of like, I think this team wants to win, and that's important. And if they don't win, I think you'll expect some needed changes. So always something to look forward to if you're a Wizards fan. For Lockdown Wizards, for Anthony, thanks for listening. We'll be back with you again tomorrow. <laughs>